Hello and welcome to Real Actors, Real Answers, the podcast where actors, actresses, scriptwriters, casting directors, producers, performers, and people like you and me get real. I've been thinking about acting tools lately. I'm in a coach, you know, I'm an acting coach, I'm a life coach, and uh, an actor. And when I, when I say act, acting tools, what do you think? Maybe a technique such as um, Stanislavski or uh, Meisner, Uta Hagen, Stella Adler, maybe a prop for a, a play. Those things are very, very important. I mean, without tools, we can't function, right? Uh, think of a hammer, for example. Where'd that come from? <laughs> Trust me. Think of a hammer. You know, what is a hammer used for? Well, a hammer is used for nailing uh, nails in boards and building things, houses and birdhouses and um, playhouses for kids and basically something progressive to make your life richer and, and wealthier. You know what? But there's one tool that's like a hammer, but it's misused all the time. Well, most of the time. Because we use our emotions. Now, before I tell you this tool that actors and non-actors use all the time, okay? Um, think about if you used a hammer in the wrong way. You know, you, you hit your thumb. It hurts, right? All right? Or, you know, um, if someone, I dare say, uh, hurt someone with a hammer, you know, that's very bad, okay? That's, that's wrong. It's morally wrong. Um, and yet, we, most of us know what a hammer is used for. And we only use it for one purpose, and that's to build things, right? Okay. The tool that I am talking about in the, today's podcast is called money. Yeah, that's what I said, money. Now, money has a very diversified type of subjective belief system. Everybody thinks differently about money. I was listening to, um, actually, not listening, because I've heard it before, but I was reading a book called Financial Fitness. Financial Fitness by um, Orrin Woodward. It's a great book. It really is. I highly recommend it if you want to increase and have peace with your money. Um, but it, there's one chapter in there that talks about money. And it says some people, th- th- a lot of different um, people have different um, opinions about money. Some people call it a curse. Some people call it a necessity. Some people call it wealth. Some people call it um, all different kinds of things, you know. Some people hate it, and yet they spend their life earning it. But they still hate it, you know. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I understand that. Money is emotional. It's not supposed to be. A hammer is not emotional. You know exactly what to do with it. Okay, but money is based upon emotion. The Nasquo index goes up and down based upon emotion. People are afraid to spend, or they're afraid to save, so they spend. Or various things go on. You know, holidays come along, and boom, everything goes haywire with the stock market. Okay, hammers don't do that. <laughs> hammers just hammer. Okay. And I've never heard anybody, I have yet to hear somebody talking endlessly about their hammer. Okay? (laughs) That would be a little weird. But actors use money just like non-actors use money. And I was thinking, 
I, I have this little story I want to tell you, okay? <clears throat> All right, follow me here. All right. Well, hello, uh, George Washington. How are you doing? I'm doing kind of fine. I, I'm, They stuck me on this dollar bill. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, how do you feel about that? Well, frankly, I don't feel anything. I'm dead. Oh, okay. Sense of humor. I gotta have one, especially where I'm at. Well, what do you mean? Well, because dollars nowadays, we have uh, we have it rough because we're worth hardly anything at all, and yet some people think about us all the time. Well, that's true. I have to admit that. And you know what? What, George? Well, it's like this. Some people, believe it or not, use us to hurt other people. Other people use us to build houses and, and help homeless people and help people um, on their journey through life, whatever that is. Well, that's true. I've heard of that too, George. You know, and um, it's kind of confusing. I would say so, yes. Did you know that uh, some people also use me to um, afford bad habits, such as drugs and illegal affairs and things like that, you know, just, and it, it destroys families, it destroys many, many different things. Some people even destroy their health and use me to buy alcohol and drugs and, and to hurt their husbands or wives. And it's a really, I've, I'm appalled. And the thing about it is, since I'm no longer alive, I think someone else is president nowadays, I, I can't do anything about it. It makes me very sad. Wow, George, I've never heard that perspective before about money. Yeah, I've, I've been found in the dirtiest places and in the most hopeful places. And uh, another thing, uh, when, when someone is offering, you know, asking for, for funds or something, um, people say, well, I can't afford it right now. What does that mean? You know what? I've thought about that myself. I'm not really sure, because if you can't afford one thing, you certainly can afford another. Well, that's called common sense. You'd like my friend Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. I think he's on the $5 bill. Yeah, yeah, he is. He was quite the man, you know. Um, but I've heard that, you know. You ask for a donation, you ask for something, you know, or, and people, well, I don't have, I don't have the money right now. And yet, they're in Starbucks. <laughs> I like to... What's a Starbucks? Well, it's a coffee place, you know. I'm sure you've had coffee, but this place is kind of a rip-off, you know. How so? <laughs> well, <laughs> since you asked, um, <clears throat> it's called Starbucks. So they make you a star after winning two hours in line, and they give you the coffee and maybe a donut, whatever you're eating, and charge is astronomical nowadays, $8, $10, and after you eat it, you're broke. That doesn't sound very smart. No, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. But you know what? I have to agree with you on a few things, George, is that people do what they want with money, and yet they complain about what they have control over. Isn't that weird? Mm, well, in my day, people were basically the same. Yeah? I gotta read up on my history books before they change them again. That's another story. <laughs>
George, it's been wonderful talking to you. Um, you've enlightened me greatly. You're welcome. And so that's my little story about money. You know, it's amazing how people, actors and non-actors, I'm talking to both of you and myself, it's like, when you say you don't have enough money, what does that actually mean? What's enough? How much do you spend? How much do you blow um, every weekend because you're emotionally distraught? What, what do you do with your tool called money? You certainly, most people do not. Well, no. About 2% of 100% of people use money as a proper tool. They designate it. They keep track of it. They know what's going on with it. They... They look at it as a science. And I've got to recommend, highly recommend, Financial Fitness by Oren Woodward. You've got to buy the book. Or, or it's Nowadays, it's Kindle. And don't say for a minute that you don't have money to get it. Of course you do. Okay? Take a look around, and I'm looking around myself, at the different things that I spend my money on. And do I really need it when I get it home? No. No basically not no <laughs> you know people complain about the gas prices and justifiably so it's ridiculous but at the same time i've heard more than more than one time a day every day um people screech their tires and take off and speed and things like that and they're using their emotions to make themselves broke because there's no reason to speed you know, and then they get a ticket and they complain about the gas prices. It makes no sense. It really doesn't, you know. So next time, my advice to you, as well as to myself, actors, non-actors, where is your money actually going? What if you stopped a bad habit and put all the money that you would spend for the week on that bad habit, whatever it is, and put it in a jar? You know, an example, again, Starbucks. I got to pick on Starbucks because I think it's totally ridiculous, okay? <laughs> it's a, <clears throat> it's supposed to make you feel good. I don't know, you know, but say the common person drives through the drive-thru and they spend $5 a day, and that's, that's a small change at that place. So, you know, five days a week, $5. That's $25 a week, um which is, one, two, three, four, that's $100, $100, ridiculous, huh? $100 <laughs> a month on coffee. Because and people actually do this. What could you do with the $100 if you just saved it? You took that same coffee money and you saved it. Think about that, that's amazing. After 12 months, you would have $1,200. What could you do with $1,200? Seriously. And all you're doing, pardon me, is you're peeing it out. People don't understand how they have, how much control they actually have over their money. And they work so hard for it. Actors work very hard for their money. They really do. Um, considering all the things that they have to go through, creatively speaking. Because it's not um, the typical career that a typical person would choose, you know, four years of college, and then you get a job, and then you get an apprenticeship or something, etc., etc., and there you are. No, 
No, there are... Anybody out there who's listening to this podcast today knows that being an actor is very risky. It... But you know what? It burns inside us. We have to do it. It it's alive inside of us. And any actor that hears this understands where I'm talking. What I'm talking about. But the thing I'm getting at is that a hammer is a tool, and so is a piece of paper called money. But what are we actually doing with it? And how are we perceiving it? How are we believing it to be? I never have enough money. What does that mean? You know? Or I have too much money. Or he has too much money. What does that mean? I know I can tell you what it means. Okay? Is, and you might have different answers, but work with me here. Is that, oh, well maybe you're jealous of that person not knowing his backstory, her backstory. Okay? That's the reason why they're an entrepreneur. That's the reason why they're successful in their acting career or directing a career. Because they had to go through this, this, and this, and the other thing. And if you follow and learn about what they did, maybe you could receive the same benefits. I don't know, you know. Or maybe not enough money. You're complaining because you're not controlling what you're doing with your weekly paycheck, you know. So it's all very subjective, and yet it's objective. So that's my thoughts about the tool called acting. Acting tool. Okay? It's definitely a tool. And if we treated it like a hammer, we would know exactly what to do with it. We wouldn't complicate it so much with our emotions. Something to think about. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I pray it blesses you, helps you to think, helps you to make better decisions. I know it does me. And um, share it. And God bless. And if you need an acting coach, I am here for you. DavidThompsonCoaching.co That's called C-O, not C-O-M. Fits better on the format of a phone. That's why I chose that. DavidThompsonCoaching.co Visit me also on my um, YouTube channel, Thompson Approach Academy for Actors. Thompson Approach Academy for Actors. Enjoy your day.